everyone. Welcome to episode 183, Want Match. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to listen. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. So I have tried to record this three times now and I've been putting off this episode for months because I'm in recovery and rehab for being a perfectionist. So this episode has been very difficult for me because I want to do A plus work and every time I go to do it, I say, well, if it can't be A plus, then why do it at all? So I don't do it at all. But I realize that this is coming out right before the holidays, so I actually have to and I get to release this now because I'm just going to shoot for B minus and you're going to take what you need and what you want and what impacts you and you're going to put it in your pretty little heart and you're going to process it and then you're going to use it in your life. Now, this work comes from Burke Castillo, this term, this body of thinking, and it is so freeing and so empowering especially around the holidays, because a lot of you are going to be with your family of origin. And that is very triggering for you because maybe you're with someone who used to abuse you or someone who drinks too much or someone who is verbally abusive or someone you don't get along with. And then you look on Facebook and you see everyone else with their family of origin and everyone just seems to be getting along so famously. You're going to get inundated with Christmas cards where every family looks perfect. But remember, every family has their 50-50. Just remember that. And also, if you're not with your family of origin, that might be triggering for you because they might have passed on or you might have had a falling out or you might not get along or they might not get along with you. Whatever the situation is, just know that everybody is going through something similar like that. They just don't share it in their Christmas cards. And they really shouldn't, just like you don't share it in your Christmas cards. doesn't mean you're fake and phony. It just means you're showing your highlight reel. And that's what people do because the other parts are private and they keep on their private life. So want match is really powerful. And I wish I had this in my late teens, early 20s, when I literally, that's how Grady says literally, I would literally look to see if my phone was working. I would pick up the phone to make sure there was a dial tone when I was waiting for someone to call me. I was like, we really hit it off. I thought he really liked me. What's going on? I'm sure he's going to call me. This is before texting and Facebook. I couldn't Facebook stalk anybody. I can't imagine what I would have been like back in the day when I was like insecure, unsure of myself, which I still am. But in my late teens, early 20s, it was like at its peak. And you remember the PJ Virga story where I was in sixth grade and I hung up the phone with someone who I barely knew, but he asked me to be his girlfriend. I was like, what the, this is amazing. And my family is very ooey gooey, very mushy gushy. And so I was like, I love you, PJ, when he hung up the phone. And then he says, okay, bye. And I was like, what was that all about? That's so weird. Is he mad at me? So I called him right back. This is literally the first time ever being on the phone with him. And, I, and he told me his name stood for Peter Joseph. And I was like, oh, we're getting married. I even wrote Kelly Verga on my folders and everything. Like, I, when I fall in love, I fall hard. So I called him back and I said, hi, PJ. He's like, yeah. I go, this is Kelly. Um, I said, I love you. And I'd say, so embarrassing. I'm literally blushing. 
I said I love you, but you didn't say I love you back. Is it because your mom was in the room? He's like, I gotta go by. And he quickly thereafter dumped me. Now, want match comes from in a smaller scale. It's kind of like when I'm shopping, I, and I don't know why I'm sounding like a valley girl. I think I'm like going back to my teen years telling these stories. But when I'm shopping and I'll be like a TJ Maxx and I see a shirt that I like, I'll be like, all right, this shirt, I would pay $14.99 on average, give or take $5. And so if it's in that range, obviously it's below, I'm going to buy it. If it's above that and above the $5 range, then I have to say, "Mm, I'm probably going to pass because I don't want to have buyer's remorse later. Now, if it's a really nice shirt or it's a something that's a little bit more formal, then I would put a different price range on it. And then I would know that that's a want match for me in my pocketbook. Who says pocketbook? I didn't even say pocketbook. Why did I just say pocketbook? I meant like my wallet, okay? So then I know that it's a match because the price matches what I want to buy, what I want to spend on it. Now, if that same shirt that I said $14.99, which I've been in stores before, that will be like $70.99, I'm actually $79.99. I'm actually offended by the price. I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, even if we won the lottery tomorrow and I had like a billion dollars in the bank, I still wouldn't pay the $79 just out of principle. Like that is redonkulous. And I am not gonna feed into that. So a want match, that's on a smaller scale. Now I'm in a lot of dating groups and a lot of marriage groups. You're like, Kelly, you're not dating, are you? Of course I'm not dating, but I love working with couples. So I get added to a lot of these groups where all they do is give marriage advice, relationship advice when people are dating. And especially when people are dating, this is so powerful to know what a want match is. And I'm going to talk to you about it in the dating field. So then you can apply it to your regular life. So when you're dating someone, I always say it's like a job interview. You have to interview your candidate and they are interviewing you as well to see if you're a good candidate for the future. Now, if you don't get hired for a job, that doesn't mean you're a bad candidate. If you don't hire someone for a job, that doesn't mean they're a bad candidate. It just means that it's not a match for the company, for the role, for the job. Same thing, I've never been like in the acting or drama world, but I've seen documentaries because I'm literally obsessed with documentaries and I've seen documentaries of like what life is like behind all the rehearsals and all the tryouts and all the auditions. See, I don't even know the word, the auditions and how I will see behind the scenes of like, oh, she was wonderful, but we really need someone with freckles. So let's go with Sally because she has freckles. Now, Susie, we really liked, but she didn't have freckles. So Susie didn't get chosen because she didn't have freckles. Does that mean Susie is a bad actor or actress? Absolutely not. It just means it wasn't a want match. It wasn't a fit for the role that they needed in the particular play. So the same thing works in relationships. I will see so many people tag me in questions that will give all the power to the opposite person that they are trying to date or think if they want to stay in a relationship. They'll say things like, my boyfriend did this. Do you think this is okay? He thinks it's okay. I don't. My girlfriend did this. I don't think it's okay, but he does. Now, these are like deal breaker things like talking to other girls, talking to other guys, like things that they are saying, this is a deal breaker. Should I be mad? They're asking strangers on the internet if they should be mad. And I always say it's like a job interview. You don't give all the power to him or her and let him or her decide. You take your power back and you decide, is this a fit for me? Is this a match for me? Is this someone I want to spend long term with? The same thing works in our all our other relationships. And we have to give that same freedom to other people. Because just because someone doesn't want to hang out with you 
on the, in the holidays, even if they're family. It doesn't mean that you're a bad human. We don't have to get defensive and explain why we are a good human. It doesn't mean they're a bad human. It just means it's not a match. So you might have someone in your life that is a friend that you like to talk politics with. The person that you are friends with that you don't talk politics with doesn't mean that they're a bad friend. It just means it's not a want match for both of you, whether they don't like politics or you don't like talking about politics, whatever it is, it's not a want match. Like I have friends that I will call up to run a 5K with and a half marathon or even a marathon. That means it's a match for me and it's a match for them. Now I have other friends who love yoga and they love lifting weights. So calling them to run a 5K is not a want match. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person for asking. It doesn't mean that they're a bad person for saying no. I would never even ask them because it doesn't match for them. So we want to give that same freedom to other people, same freedom that we want to be able to choose who's a want match and who's not a want match. Now, a lot of times we put all of our wants and needs and we win one bucket and then we pour that all those wants and needs and we pour them all onto our, usually our spouse and kids, usually our most vulnerable relationships. We put all of our wants and needs and we think if my spouse doesn't run a 5k with me, then that means he or she doesn't love me. If my spouse doesn't want to talk politics and I do, then that's not fair. I'm not getting my needs met. Now that doesn't really work because your spouse doesn't want to run the 5k and they want to lift weights. It doesn't mean that something's gone wrong. It just means that it's not a want match. So we don't want to force people to do things against their will, just like we don't want people to force us to do things against our will. So if we're not a runner and someone asks us to do a 5k, that's a bit offensive to the people who don't like to run. It's not a match. And that's why it's so powerful to have different people in your life that fill up the different want matches that you have. It doesn't mean you should put all your wants and needs away and throw the bucket away. It just means to diversify a little bit. Now, am I talking about dating other people outside your marriage? Absolutely not. You can get a lot of these wants and needs fulfilled through your own relationship with yourself and also through friends, through family, through coworkers. Like you might have someone who likes to travel. You might have someone who likes to who likes to talk about politics or they like to talk about conscious parenting. If your spouse doesn't want to talk about conscious parenting, guess what? That is his or her right. And we don't have to talk about conscious parenting against his or her will. That's not fair. It's just kind of like if David's talking to me about like the county commissioner meetings or he works in like land deals and when he starts to talk to me about zoning and taxes and insurance, my eyes glaze over. Now he can talk to my dad about that. And that's a want match for both of them because my dad enjoys it. So when he sees that glazed over look, he might still keep talking or he might like exit stage left. Like this isn't really a want match for her. He doesn't know that internally, but he can kind of read the room a little bit. So sometimes we're really bad about reading the room. Lily says all the time, she's like, I don't mind when you're extra friendly to people like at the cashiers. I used to get embarrassed about it, but like you need to read the room a little bit more. Sometimes if they're not that into you, you are keep going and going and going and like, oh, I like your name tag. Oh, I like this. I like that. And they're like not giving it back. And then that's when it gets awkward. So if you could just read the room a little bit better, I'm like, oh, that's really fascinating. I used to work in the industry of like, you know, like um, working at, at stores and being a server. And I just remember feeling so invisible as an employee when the people would come in and they treated me almost like servants or slaves. And they just talked down to me and they didn't even make eye contact with me. And I felt so in, I feel like a robot that they were just pushing the buttons on. And I was like waving my arms like, hello, do you see me? Hello. So when I talked, when I'm at Walgreens 
or at any store that we're going to or a server. I am just like, I fall all over them. Like I find out their name. I use their name in a sentence. I'm really like, Grady calls me extra and that's okay that he calls me extra. I'm like, wait till you work in the service industry. You will see what I'm talking about. I never want these people to feel invisible. These people have, not these people, I don't say call these people. I never want anyone in the service industry to ever feel invisible when they're our server, our clerk, the plumber that comes over. I ne- I want them to feel as human as possible. So that's why I'm quote unquote extra. But I can see what Lily's talking about because sometimes they're not giving me the same feedback back and they're just kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh. They're just, have you ever seen that movie? She's not, he's just not that into you. <gasps> why did I know that movie when I was younger? It's so empowering and so powerful. Like, Not that we're going to like bless and release. We're just going to bless and bless. Like, it's okay that I'm not a match for everybody and everybody's not a match for me. And that's okay. A lot of people annoy me and that's okay. And you and me and all of us are going to annoy a lot of other people. And that's okay too. Doesn't mean we're bad humans. It just means we're not a match. We might be too loud. We might be too quiet. We might drink too much. We might drink too little. We might talk about politics too much. We might talk about politics not enough. We might talk about God too much. We might not talk about God enough. We might be too athletic. We might be not athletic enough. Do you see how this could go on and on and on and on? So it's not a want match for all the people. So a lot of times I will be working with a client and they'll say, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, my brother, my sister, my aunt, my uncle, my XYZ person is so annoying and they do XYZ and they don't even invite me over for Thanksgiving dinner. And I was like, do you really want to be invited? And they kind of look at me like, "Mm." I'm like, do you actually, is this like a want match for you too? Because right now we're giving them all the emotional power and they are the villain and then we are the victim. Whenever we are in a villain victim situation, you always want to check yourself, don't wreck yourself. Where'd that come from? I don't even know who says that. I I just said that. I don't even know. I don't even know where that came from. You want to check yourself, don't wreck yourself, that you are the victim and they are the villain. Instead of giving them the power to choose intentionally, just like we want the power to choose intentionally, and it's not a want match for whatever reason. And we don't have to get into character assassination and they do this and they do that. And that's why, and this is why we just say it's not a match and that's okay. And we give that freedom to other people because we want other people to give that freedom to ourselves. And a lot of times they're not doing this work. They're not listening to this podcast. They're not listening to any type of self-help sort of, so to speak. And that's okay because think about it a couple of years ago, you and I probably weren't doing it either. So we don't want to judge it. When we ever get into judgment, then we get into shame and victim and blame, 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 blame. And then we lose all our power again. So if they're not doing this work, that's okay. We get to take some of our power back instead of giving it all to them that they didn't invite us to the XYZ event. Just like when you have your XYZ event, we can't invite everybody either because then you lose the intimacy, you lose the fun. And a lot of times we just want to be invited to the party. We don't actually want to go to the party, but we just want to be invited to the party and we can't be invited to all the things. And the sooner we learn that, the sooner we learn that it's not about us as a human and our goodness and our worthiness. It's about, it's just not a match. It's not a connection. He's not that into you. She's not that into you. And that's okay. There are people that you're not that into And sometimes you don't even have a reason. It might be because they have freckles or they don't have freckles, just like the audition was. But a lot of times we give all of our emotional needs and wants and we put them in a bucket and we pour them on other people because we need other people to fix our not enoughness that we feel inside of us. And that's where there's a hole in the bucket. Dear Liza, dear Liza, there's a hole. Isn't that like a song? Their only job and their only job is to show up and be exactly who they want it to be. And then we get to make our own decisions. Just like when we're dating, you want that guy or girl to act exactly the way they want to act without making them act sneaky 
or hiding things, you want them to show all of their cards so then you can make a choice and not give all the power to him or her of, you ever, ever see like on those Dr. Phil shows, there would be like two girls fighting over this guy. And they're like, I want him to choose me. And then she's like, I want him to choose me. And they're like literally fighting over him like in a tug of war. And I'm like, why does he get to choose? Why aren't you chicks choosing? Why does he get all the power? Like, why is he the judge and jury? It's not a want match. If you have someone that wants to be with somebody else, go let them be with someone else. That is their freedom. You don't want anybody to be in a relationship with you out of obligation. I definitely don't. There is no human in my life that I want to be in a relationship with me out of obligation. If they, they get to do whatever they want to do, and I mean whatever, because that is their free will. And in that freedom, you get your own freedom too, because you're not always trying to change and mold and fix. And if you ever try to change someone else, I can guarantee you a hundred times out of a hundred times, you will fail. I will fail. I have tried. If that was a thing, I would create a podcast called how to fix other people, how to change other people. It literally does not happen. So with the cards that you're dealt in the relationship that you're in, is this a want match for you? Don't worry so much about them. This is not a tug of war. Their only job is for them to be there for you to love. Because when you give love to someone, they don't actually feel it. You get the benefit of it because you're expressing and giving your love. If someone loves you and they say, I love you, and you're not a big fan of them, you're not feeling that love. The only reason why you're feeling it back is if that you feel those same feelings back and it's a want match. If you've ever had someone that's too much into you and you're like, whoa, slow your roll, they are pouring and dousing so much love on you, but you're not accepting, you're not feeling it because it's not reciprocated. It's not a want match. Sometimes we think that someone else loving us will make us more lovable, but the word lovable when you break it down is your ability to love. Your lovability does not change based on the other person's opinion. It changes based on your opinion of yourself and then giving that out to other people is when you feel it. Not when other people feel it towards you. It has to be a want match for both of you. And does that mean you can never have a request and never have a want expressed? Absolutely not. It doesn't mean you can't ever express it. It just means if the answer is no or that's not a want match for them, then you don't make it mean something about you and your lovability or your enoughness. Because when you know this, you can give this gift to yourself and then you can give it to your kids and then you will have more harmony in the home. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com and if you really wanna fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, What was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening? I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.